The diversification of your interests allows you to explore other possibilities of maximizing your potential, ones that you may have not even turned the rock over to explore. However, you have to be willing, certainly, to take such a leap. And, my friends, for Scott Smith, he's never been hesitant to live life to the fullest edge of its potential. Yes, he is a real estate investor and an asset protection attorney by day. But, my friends, that's only scratching the surface of his ultimate definition of what his life is intended to be. His entrepreneurial journey started when he needed a way to pay his way through law school. Thus, he owned and operated an auto mechanic body shop. He started his legal career as a high-stakes corporate litigator. As for the last 10 years, he spent it analyzing real estate investment and asset protection. And today, he's the founder of Royal Legal Solutions, a firm dedicated to offering its clients tax business, and legal solutions to their clients in both the U.S. and Canada. Smith also continues to focus on asset protection and help his clients avoid debilitating lawsuits, which helps them put their businesses and peace of mind ahead of the game. Smith is also intently interested in helping people with their personal and professional development. And he also has a unique perspective on how to maximize the most out of life. Are you intrigued to get to the climax of this conversation? I know I was, so without further delay, I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Excellent, of course. Let's go. Absolutely. Now, Scott, I know you paid your way through law school by starting your uh, entrepreneurial career by owning and operating an auto mechanic shop. So I'm wondering if you could tell me about your starting business and how it translates into uh, where you are today, my friend. Yeah, so uh, my very first business actually was me doing um, professional tutoring like before I went to law school and that's when I was uh, actually doing cage fighting 
at the time and then working in the evenings as a, as a tutor. I just loved martial arts. I loved competition. I was a lifetime athlete. And during law school, I bought another auto, trans, auto repair transmission business um, and also a commercial building for the back taxes. I was able to flip that to be able to graduate from law school tax-free. And that's where I really got to really first learn like the mechanics of business, right? Like how do you look at P&Ls? How do you keep organization in place? What's like the basics of like, how do you make sure people show up to work, right? And how do you make sure that they're not stealing from you? And like all those, all those like good things. And um, that really teed me up to, you know, have the business uh, foundations to be able to get into real estate investing seriously, because real estate investing is just like a business. Wealth building business is just another business of any other type. Um, And that's where I got my own financial freedom was from buying single family homes while I was working as an attorney suing insurance companies. And that naturally transitioned to what I'm doing now, which is running Royal Legal Solutions, which is a one-stop shop to be able to help people um, that have acquired uh, some appreciable amount of wealth be able to uh, hide that wealth um, by holding things anonymously, their estate planning, their asset protection, um, tax strategy, um, investment advisory, and essentially be able to get people true freedom to say like, hey, well, I'm, I'm ready to either scale into the freedom I need to and I need help with that, or hey, I already have the wealth and I just want somebody else to make sure that everything else is being handled for me and I'd love to be the CEO of my own wealth building company and have Royal Legal Solutions build it out for me and manage it for me. Well, uh, I'm just talking to you for the first five minutes, but I'm curious how, how you view the term diversification, because it seems like you have your uh, hand in a lot of different uh, pots there, my friend, and you're not one to stay idle. So tell me, how do you view the term diversification? Well, me, I, I have a, a very diverse interest. I'm naturally like a very curious person. And I think curiosity is one of the ways we stay alive. It's what makes life fun is to stay curious about like what new things are out there. For me, what's always I'm really curious about is fulfillment. How does life become better? Right. I was a long stretch in my life where I had problems with like alcohol and substance abuse and being able to get into a place of being able to have more personal fulfillment was the way out. Right. Some people call that like a spiritual development. Um, really, all it is is being able to be true to like what's actually true for you and being able to have the courage to be able to stand for that kind of stuff. Then, you know, on the financial side for me, um, the diversification um, really just comes to the fact of like there's just best practices. There's there's not anything that's like magic out there. So when my portfolio is about half of it is inside of, like 20 to 25 different stocks of like debt funds oil and gas companies like etc right the other half of my wealth is held inside of syndication investments which are real estate oil and gas machinery um, self-storage apartment complexes commercial real estate a bunch of stuff that other people's livelihood depends on making sure that it works right Um, and that um, i can know that i have a high level of security that no matter really what happens in the economy i don't care right? Because my life is going to be okay. It's going to be about the same, no matter what. Um, and that's what real diversification is. Real diversification is, is that you're durable, that like, no matter what else happens out there, that you're going to be fine. And life diversification happens in fulfillment by saying, I have enough varied interests and access to things that I'm developed in my life that if one, if, if George doesn't follow through with his dinner plans on Thursday night, I'm not like, oh my God, the world is going to end. Because I can play my guitar, I can read a book, 
I can go work out. I can go to a jujitsu class. Like my life becomes so rich and full that at any moment that I want to, there's something I can grab a hold of and be like, yeah, my life is beautiful. It's amazing. I'm doing something I love and I enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Scott, I'm also curious to ask you about how you think your background in law gives you a competitive advantage in business. Well, law is cool because it teaches you some of the mechanics, right? Um, they teach you the mechanics of contracts and, and that kind of stuff is like important, but law school is actually pretty worthless in my opinion, outside of the fact that it really teaches you how to think through, um, logical analysis, right. And teaches you how to think like in frameworks, like systems of information. The law is really just a, as a huge system of information that gets put together upon and, and create has like foundational principles and then gets put together with increasing complexity. So if anybody is like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do with my life, like learning how to think better is a great investment. And that's what I think going to law school and going to a place where you end up with like as little debt as possible going to law school is really helpful. It also gives you a trade that you can fall back on um, to be able to make money. But the real value is learning how to think better. And you get that during your first year of law school. So maybe you don't even need years two and three unless you really want to go ahead and get the degree. But year one is insanely valuable. Well, it's all, I don't know, uh, Scott, I always say that, that uh, the, the day that you stop learning is the day that you die, because there's always, always something that you can, can be learning no matter how many, how many degrees you have, right? So, Of course, yeah, of course. Always be learning. Perpetual student, always in the practice. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, after uh, graduating law school, as you, I mentioned, you started your law career as a corporate litigator and you sort of branched down to uh, other areas of interest, as you said. So if you could go back to your uh, uh, first year in law school and really tell yourself a lesson that you uh, didn't know then, but you know now, what do you think you would tell yourself? I just breathe, relax. Stay true to like figure out what it is that you really want, right? Don't be afraid of all the losing stuff. Let go of everything. All of it doesn't matter. Let go. Just stay true to what you want. Breathe. Relax. I would have like put that on like tape and listened to it. If I could do it, I would have made that guy listen to that, whether he really understood what the hell I was saying or not, for like at least 20 to 30 minutes a day. Because like that, that is like the ticket. If you want to upgrade life, if you can integrate that and really understand what those words really mean and how, like, if you just do it, you'll act, your life will change in dramatically huge and better ways than you could ever would have imagined. Yeah, absolutely. And Scott, just before we start with our uh, conversation today, buddy, you told me you were in Thailand doing some other work down there and really uh, connecting with your inner center. So I'm Curious uh, if you could share with me why you're down in Thailand and uh, the mission of why you're down there, buddy. Yeah, I got really curious about this question about saying, like, well, what else? What else is there after this, right? So um, after you after you have enough money, right, and you have all the stuff that you want, and you have the houses that you want, and you have everything, well, what else is there, right? There's um, this is like another form of depression. That happens with people that after they hit a certain level of like net worth or a certain level of success. And um, what I found is like, there's actually 
only two things. It's just having fun, like enjoying life. That's it. There ain't, there ain't nothing else. You just have to figure out like how and whoever can have the most fun wins. And the other thing for me is that part of having the most fun is actually creating stuff that I care about. So I'm actually in the process now of launching a company called Royal Life, where it's me and a select group of entrepreneurs and mentors and um, other specialists that are getting together to be able to launch uh, businesses for each other and with each other. And just businesses that we care about because we want these businesses to exist because we want access to them because we think that they'll make our lives better. And in exchange, that entrepreneur that works with us, we help make them fabulously wealthy um, to be able to hit their financial goals um, that they have in an environment where they're almost guaranteed to succeed. Well, you know, I, I always say that life is about paying it forward, isn't it? Uh, professionally and personally, that sounds like they're doing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it in a way that serves me, right? So I get to pay it forward, impact lives dramatically uh while at the same time having like the self self-fulfilling desires of uh being able to create things that are going to make my life perpetually more beautiful perpetually more amazing yeah absolutely and scott tell me what do you think the term uh professional flexibility means to you yeah i mean i think professional flexibility is really just about following the course of life right life is really hard if you're fighting all the time and you're having to fight against it. It's like the river, right? Trying to like swim against the river is really difficult, right? But swimming with the river is pretty easy, especially if you can follow the way that the river is gonna bend, right? Um, you also like, you, you might be able to like channel the energy of the river like a little different, like to redirect its path. Like that's, that's a little bit less challenging to do. And the most challenging to do is to dam the river up, right? To fight against it completely and jam it and the people that fight against the river are ones that are usually get worn out because it's really difficult to fight against the river and the people that dam it up are the ones that are usually the ones that you see that are suffering and have need antidepressants and they need alcohol they need all of these other things because they've really um pushed so hard against what life is offering to them so when i think of flexibility i think of professional flexibility it's just about staying open following the energy following the excitement what makes your life come alive? None of this stuff matters except for the fact that you enjoy it. So just do it of whatever you enjoy and learn some basic skills and some basic disciplines about how to manage your finances and how to do investment and those things. It'll take you about three to six weeks to learn those lessons that you need to. And then just go freaking enjoy life. It's not so serious. And then you can do a podcast from Costa Rica, right? Yeah, go, go do whatever you want to do, man. You know, like life is abundant. Things are easy. The only reason it feels hard is because you're fighting. Yeah, absolutely. And to that point, I'm also curious to ask you about maximizing adventure. And what, what, what do you think that means to you as well? Yeah, so the way I view life is actually, it's very simplistic. There's only, you only really have is you have energy and time. That's it, right? We've all felt that on you can and energy um and time are both non-finite resources right so we've all felt it before where it's like hey well like i have no energy right now it means you can't do anything right but if something really amazing happened into your life like in that moment all of a sudden you say like oh my god i have tons of energy all of a sudden right and so it's like well then that means energy is actually just a state 
It's a state that's actually a non-finite state that we can control inside of ourselves if we knew the tools or we knew the methods or the processes by which we could start to control that. Now, when we look at the second piece of this, right, it's the tools. So it's the energy channeled through the tools. Whatever they are gives us whatever the result that is we're looking for. In business, we call that like our product, systems, processes, et cetera. So the energy that we have, it's channeled through these tools called systems and process. The end result is money. Everything in life seems to work this way from what I can tell. So when I look about having like more fun and adventure in my life, it's the same thing. How's my energetic state? If my energetic state is low, I use things like journaling, meditation, um, uh, dream setting. I do, uh, I'll go for like walks. I use physical activity to be able to help increase the energetic levels that I have inside of my body. Or, you know, meditation for me has been like a really big one or yoga into it. Now my energy is super high. Super high energies actually are like, super high energies will actually overcome even inefficient tools. So then it's like, great, well, I want more fun and adventure in my life. I got all this energy now because I did all that work. What are the tools that I have? That All right, great. Well, I'm going to start reaching out to all these people that I have in my life that might be doing adventures, texting them and talking to them about like, what do they have coming up? What, what are the things that I could be involved with? You know, what are the apps or the books that I could read to be able to find out like what things that I could be getting into? And most of the time, what I find is that the problem is we don't have enough energy, but the amount of energy, and if we had, if you had enough energy, you don't even have to actually try, right? If you have so much energy, do you actually have to try to go to the gym? No, you're like, holy shit, get me to the gym immediately. I need to go work out right now. I have so much energy. So my solution to things is to say, don't worry so much about the tools of trying to figure out all these tips and tricks and all that crap. Just focus on getting more energy. And with enough energy, everything else will get sorted out. And yeah, if you learn some tools along the way, you'll get more efficient. And then life will become easier and better and things will accelerate. But the problem is, is not that you don't know enough of the tools. All you got to do is Google. It'll give you tons of tools, tons of tips. Problem is you don't have enough energy. Focus on your energy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Scott, there's a sign in my office that says inclusion is the gateway to independence, but because I was born with cerebral palsy, but, you know, I live my life through that saying, inclusion is the gateway to independence, because, you know, I believe that everyone deserves a, a platform uh, to tell their individual stories and really be hard in life. So when you uh, examine the uh, word inclusion, I'm, I'm curious, when you think of inclusion, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, when I think of inclusion, I think of that it's we're all part of the same thing. There's only the illusion of separation between you and me right now, Kevin. It's all an illusion. It's an illusion based upon an ego, but based upon things that are being able to be forced into us. Think about like this concept that at one point, the universe was actually all condensed down into a single point. Then there was like a big bang and this big bang now spurned like everything. It's all came from the same stuff. You and me came from the same stuff. We are both manifestations of the universe itself birthing into existence, itself having consciousness to be able to reflect upon itself. Let that sink in for a second. This is an insane concept. What that also means is that you and I are actually not any separate at all. We're actually both part of the same universal stuff that's there. Both materialize with consciousness from the same universal stuff. So when I think about like inclusion, my concept of inclusion goes to a universal context. The saying there is no separation between me and everything else. We're all connected to one source, one energy. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Scott, I also know that you've uh, spent some time in Canada, buddy, and uh, you uh, enjoyed this part of the country. So I'm uh, coming to you from Windsor, Ontario today, buddy. So I'm curious to, to know what do you enjoy most about Canada when you're uh, down in this neck of the woods, my friend? Oh, I love uh, all the beauty of nature in Canada. My favorite things are like, I, I love Banff. Um, I love uh, being out on the West Coast. I've, I've gone through some road trips up through like Washington, up the West Coast, and hiking in the mountains over there. They're looking over these, these beautiful towns that are, are created on these islands. Uh, it's just such a cool place um, that people have, have um, figured out how to, to live up there. And then the, the, it's just gorgeous um, with the, the huge trees and the crisp air. Um, and I'm, I really love nature. Nature is for me is one of the, the pieces that helps me regenerate. It's so healing, uh, to be in nature. And I mean that like in the, the gentlest way possible, right? Just like it's healing to go from a place that's high static, high type A pieces and just relax that like so much of our lives historically, genetically from who we are as people was spent in nature and that nature is actually there to be our habitat. And so if we spend, and it's our most natural habitat. So by spending time, like, you know, if you take a monkey and you throw it into, or any type of animal and you throw it into a concrete box for long enough, it goes crazy, right? It wants to be in its habitat. This is what they're trying to create in zoos by creating habitats. So for me, like, I'm very cognizant of this for, for me and the people that I care about to encourage them to say, go spend time in nature. That's your actual habitat. That's the place that's going to heal you. That's the place that's going to help you feel like the most you, you that you are. Yeah, it helps you uh, find your inner center when you slow down, doesn't it? Absolutely. We all need to slow down. Yeah, I, I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Life will be there when, 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 it, when it's ready to happen, right? That's right. It'll always be there. Life actually will never stop, nor will uh, the opportunities, nor will anything else. It'll all just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Scott, I'm going to end our conversation with a two-part question, but I'm curious to end our, end our conversation by asking you how you would def uh, define your transformational moment of impact so far in your life and how you want your legacy to be defined. Yeah, I think I'm actually about to embark on that um, now in this next phase coming up for me with 2023. Um, you know, so far in life, what I've been able to do is to be able to solve the money problem, to build the systems process, the team, the deal flow, all that stuff to be able to take care of all of like the money and financial concerns. And what's um, what I'm being, I feel like I'm being called to do next is to help people on the fulfillment side of life. And um, to be able to create opportunities for every single person to be able to um, awaken themselves, uh, to be able to shift their thinking and therefore shift their life and shift their habits and shift their behaviors. Um, and through that process, to be able to help themselves develop into becoming financially free, financially independent, to take the reins back of their life and ultimately be able to have durable financial freedom. So that way they can um, really feel what life is like when you can take the risks and the worries off the table and just live and enjoy living. Um, so that'll be my mission and my legacy, I think, for the rest of my life is to be able to just do that as much as possible. Because to me, there's nothing more beautiful 
then being help the being able to help those that want to become free and to be able to help them become fulfilled. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about you know. I, I always tell people people to celebrate their differences because uh, there's strength and diversity, isn't there? Well, how boring would it be if all of this stuff was all the same? If life was always just perfect and it was always just one way, how bored would we all be? Absolutely. Uh, variety, my friend. It's the spice of life, isn't it? Absolutely. And Scott, tell me finally, if people want to get connected with you, brother, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, my company is royallegalsolutions.com. Um, but if you want to contact me directly about any of these and um, these other topics, you know, if, if you're just interested in looking for somebody that can, um, like a badass team that can be able to help you with all of your wealth management and stuff, that's just go to royallegalsolutions.com and check out what we've got going on there. Um, if any of these other concepts that I've been talking about here today resonate with you about like what's a different future for your life and who you are and how does that show up and if you've been having you know, some significant challenges um, in your life and you've had some success, but you're like, oh my God, this is, you know, I need help, you know, going with it, then just email me, Scott, S-C-O-T-T at royallegalsolutions.com. And I'd love to have a conversation with you about how your, how your future can be different and how you're not chained to this past. You're not chained to this present. And I can all change for you in an instant. And all you have to do is just shoot me an email. Let's have a conversation about it. And I'll share with you the wisdom of my experience, wherever that's worth for you. Well, I, I tell you, life is all about having meaningful conversations, my friend. It's one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast, to bring uh, uh, people closer together, because there's somewhat of a deficit in that regard. So I, I want to thank you for engaging in conversation with me this afternoon about law, life, business, and everything in between, my friend, your work in the space. And, how on my behalf is most appreciated. And I want to thank you for being here today. No, oh, thank you, Kevin. It's my honor to sit with you and to share this space with you. Thank you, brother.